Welcome back to the People of the PNW podcast. This is a podcast we've created for our Pacific Northwest region people, and it's all about like the best things that are happening out there. As Kelly and I go out into the field all the time, we learn great things from the people out there, and we're learning great things from the offices and, and the practices and processes that we're doing. So we really wanted to share it with you guys. As your regional developer in our long-term group of teams, I'm really proud about the big strides that we're making on working together across boundaries and continuously building a stronger brand for Express. Kelly, I know you've been a big part of this and I really appreciate everything you're doing to help with this too. So thank you. Thanks, Dawn. It's fun to try and and teach people things in a little bit different way. I think we're all sick of reading emails. That's pretty much all we do. So I think it's nice that you could hopefully just listen to us, even if the editing is always the best. (laughs) (laughs) We are kind of rookies at this, but we really appreciate it. And we hope that you're getting value out of it. We've got some great feedback. So thanks to all of you. And thanks to you, Kelly. Thanks. Hey again, all. It's Dawn Colston, Pacific Northwest Regional Developer, and today we have some special guests in the studio for the first time. Stephanie Aterovic. Did I say that right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> from the Everett office and the one and only Stacy Snodgrass from Bellingham and Everett. Welcome, ladies. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> How do you feel talking into these mics? We feel great. We're very honored to be here. So thank you for inviting us. <laughs> Yes, and a little nervous. So, <laughs> Well, you have a great story to share, so we appreciate you being here. Today, we're going to talk about growing leaders within our organization and different express offices that are doing that now. So who better than to talk to than someone I've got the opportunity to work with for, what, over 22 years now? Yes. We're, like, old. We started super young, right? We did. I think we were, what, 15? <laughs> exactly. So Stacey and I have spent years focused on this topic and sharing best practices and also working hard to engage other leaders that have come and gone through Express through different calls and meetings and all that because it's been something really passionate for us. And as an added bonus, we also have Stephanie in the house, who is a proven and successful product of Stacey's development. So we're really excited about that, too. So let's have some fun and share some tips with some people. Sounds great. Stacey, let's start with you. Besides our respective franchise owners, Chris and Mark, because of course they would be at the top of this list, who would you say has been one of your biggest influencers for leadership development and why? Well, that's a very hard question, Don, because <laughs> I feel like I don't just have one, I have many. And I'm very intentional about continuously looking for new ways to um, be influenced and develop my skills. So I think in the past, of course, Ralph Palman has touched my life in many different ways. And He's mine too. He totally is yeah, mine. Yeah. And for anybody that knows him, you don't really have to explain why, but for those who don't know him, his heart is one of the reasons I think that he was such a big influence on me um, and his ability to be a servant leader. I think that's where I learned that that phrase and um, that's something that I've strived uh, to follow. Um, and his ability to make each person feel like they're the most important and coolest person in his life. Like he just had that unique way of no matter what, you just felt like, oh, he really likes me and he really values me and wants to invest in me. So I agree with that. I think he really liked me too. <laughs> yeah, I thought forever that I was his favorite, but then I realized he just had that impact on everybody. True that. 
I still think I was probably one of the top 10. And I think I'm one of the top 10 as well. <laughs> I agree. Um, and some other, um, I guess, more recent influencers for me um, were not really people I know, but um, Sam Emmerich, who wrote the book um, Monday Morning Leadership, that really influenced me. And I actually picked that book up at the airport on the, the way to ILC one year. And I really needed it. I was in a spot in my career where I was just kind of feeling flat. And I happened to just grab the book and get on the airplane and read it. And then once I got to ILC, she was actually one of the keynote speakers. And I just didn't know that and didn't pay attention to it. So I felt like it was meant to be in her book. If anybody hasn't read it, it's amazing. It's called Thank God It's Monday. And I truly feel that way each week. Good. I, I also have a lot of respect for her. That's a good one. Another great leader is Marlene Chisholm, who wrote the book series, the No Drama Leadership Series. Um, I met her when I was in Leadership Academy, and her book really, really spoke to me. So those are some top leaders that have influenced me. Good ones. Thank you for that. Stephanie, what about you? Can you share some of the challenges as a new leader that you're dealing with and, you know, maybe over the last couple of years and what tips you've taken from the experiences you can share? So challenges, I would say, you know, is probably always communication. I think communication is something that can always be worked on and and it's always, you're always developing your skills and trying to perfect it the best that we can. And I think as far as you know, overcoming those challenges, Stacy and I working together. One thing that we've learned throughout our relationship and professional development has been to really, you know, talk about any challenges right out of the gate instead of waiting until, you know, th- things get a little too far ahead. And that's a powerful tip. Will you say that again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, talking about any challenges right away instead of waiting too long, you know, because when you wait too long, then you start to, you know, overthink things and then you start to create different stories or your own stories and then it becomes a belief and it just gets way out of control. So Stacy and I over the years have really developed a really strong relationship, I feel. And part of that is, is to, you know, talk about whatever challenges are going on right away. And sometimes part of that is, you know, not waiting until she might be in the Everett office. It's more of, taking care of it right then and there. And that she's might shaking be... her head in total agreeance right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, picking up the phone and calling. Oh, that's good. That's a strong tip. Thank you for that. So what about you? Who has been one of your biggest influential leaders besides your franchise owners? Oh, okay. So besides them. Okay. So Stacy is, I know you said no, but <laughs> she's definitely, honestly, my number one. Well, and everybody listening in our region is jealous because you get that time and that development from her and everyone wants that. Well, and no offense, but they should be. <laughs> <laughs> but really she's definitely, I wouldn't be where I am today without her. And there's a lot of reasons, you know, for that and a lot of value that I appreciate and So I am very thankful for everything, but I also have been through a different, uh, a few different express offices. So if you're going to take out my franchisees, (laughs) I would say that Michelle Van Slyke from the Stoller Group was definitely one of them. She uh, really, she believed in me from the very beginning uh, and really, I think, showed me firsthand what a strong work ethic looked like. Uh, and determination. Good. That's a great tip. You're going to have to share that with her, Kelly. (laughs) Well, Kelly is in the house, but we didn't give her a mic today. (laughs) She is someone that 
I have been personally, as a person that works with her every day, she also helps me in growing and developing my skill set. One, she comes from a whole different generation and she keeps me in check. She also teaches me, she teaches me like, hey, that's not really coming across the way you intend it to be. And that's a big lesson to be able to tell someone that. So having a leader in developing people is not only coming from the top down, it could also come from people that you work with every day and your staff. So thank you, Kelly. We love Kelly. (laughs) We do love Kelly. We love Kelly in our office. You don't get her that often. (laughs) (laughs) One of the hardest parts of developing others with our crazy schedule, Stacy, I know you know this too, is being able to really like let people discover their own answers or let people make their own decisions, that autonomy in becoming a leader and that autonomy in learning how to make the best decisions, even if you might not make the right choice. So how do you work around, and this is a really long question, I apologize. <laughs> She's probably like, oh no. <laughs> but how do you how do you work on developing people when you know you could do the task or answer the question way quicker than trying to help someone else do it? Well, this has been a continual journey for me. And I know Dawn has actually coached me on this over the years because when you grow up in the business and you're used to just doing whatever... Um, it is easier sometimes to do it yourself or you think that you're the best person that could do it or you can do it, you know, better than anybody. And Dawn has done a great job coaching me to let that go if I want to. Thank you. You're welcome. But I'm very sincere with that. You know, I think back to my career with Mark and if he hadn't let me make decisions and trusted me and empowered me, I wouldn't be where I am today. So I want to return that favor to my staff and just, you know, try to show them the tools that are available and use all my leadership academy tools and the SL2 tools and just really empower people to make the best decision possible. And I still inspect what I expect and I will have a conversation with the team, but it's, it's a continual journey for me. And it's an everyday choice that I make because I do catch myself quite often thinking, Oh, I'll just do this myself. Or I'll just, if they ask me a question, I'll just say, I'll just take care of it. So making sure that I'm intentional about growing people and um, giving them the freedom to make those decisions. Super powerful tip for all the leaders out there and all the managers and franchisees that are really trying to develop their team. It's like as a coach, you know, we practice like in volleyball, we practice all the time and we're out there practicing, practicing, running drills. But unless you let them make the decisions when it comes game time, you're not out there with them. So you have to empower the people on the floor, the captains, the teammates to really know how to make decisions in different circumstances because we are not there with them all the time. So especially with two offices, it definitely makes a difference. Right. And another thing that I have to be intentional about is really listening to other people and expanding my mind and my knowledge that there are different ways to do things from now to back when I started and that some of the best ideas that we've had come from new people with new ideas. And so just always remembering that just because I do it a certain way doesn't mean the way someone else is doing it or their ideas aren't good because we've had the best ideas from new people. And I love that. Well, you know what I love about that, Stacy, And I use this example when I'm coaching in other offices is that you really are a student of express. And for someone that's been in this game for so long, like me, you feel like, you know, I've learned everything, I've done everything, but you never feel that way. And you have helped me develop in that way too, because I am always like, 
trying to take notes, trying to keep up with Stacy, trying to learn the greatest and next best things. And it's really frustrating when I have a team member or a staff member that's in the same class thinking, eh, I got all this. <laughs> we all experience that. So making sure that we are always, like, I love training. I love learning new things. And to be doing this so long, our old school ways aren't always the best ways anymore. That is true. <laughs> okay. So what are a couple, and you know, just, you've already touched on this a little bit, but what are your best takeaways that you gained from the Express Leadership Academy? You were in it three years. Correct. And how did you implement those practices in your office? Well, I think my biggest takeaway, again, goes back to Marlene Chisholm and the no drama leadership, because during that time when I first entered into the academy, there was some drama in the offices, and I really struggled to address it. It was easier for me to just ignore it or accept it, and I would go to work with a stomachache because I didn't want to face certain people. So it was really eye-opening to me when Marlene came and um, did the training on the no drama leadership, and it gave me tools that I didn't have or forgot about um, to be able to address those issues. And so that's just something that I have to implement on a daily basis. And when I catch myself falling into those bad habits of ignoring drama, then I sort of slap myself across the face and say, okay, buck up, Stace, you got you to gotta deal with this. Um, and it, you know, we're, we're humans and we work with other humans, so there's always going to be some things. So it's a daily practice. Good. Anything that you've discovered, Stacy or Stephanie, I'm sorry, that Stacy's brought to the table from Leadership Academy? Because you've been kind of the guinea pig of those exercises. And I know I just threw this question at you, so. That's okay. Well, yeah, and I think it it kind of comes back to the way that Stacy and I have learned to communicate. And I think it's ripping off the Band-Aid right away. Like Stacy said, you know, when she did first start into the Academy, there was drama. And we have learned from that uh, and, you know, we faced those challenges uh, and we use, you know, we use the different tools that she learned. And like she said, we are working with humans every single day. So there's always going to be something, but we have had, there's been so many conversations since you first started of, Hey, like, remember what we learned? We're not going back there again. So if there's an issue, we need to talk about it right away. And that's been great for me because I brought those tools back and worked with Stephanie on it. And she's had to remind me like, hey, Stace, remember we talked about this? And Or I've done that with her. It's like, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, remember this really sucked before when we let this happen. So we need to definitely address it immediately. Right. And even, you know, we have multiple people on our team who have been with us since the beginning. And so when, you know, when there is some drama going on and we say, hey, you know, we're not going back there again, they know exactly what we're talking about. That's a great tip. I love that phrase. We're not going back there again. Because as you continue to grow, which by the way, congratulations on Everett. You guys are kicking some serious butt. Thank you. You are absolutely, like I said yesterday, I'm going to see you guys on the beach. I mean, yes. I might not be there. I might just see the pictures, but I'm going to see you on the beaches of Jamaica because your client count and all-time highs week over week over week are amazing. Congrats. Thank you. We're trying really hard. Yeah, the team is working really hard and they're killing it. Mm-hmm. Good. You've developed and created an environment of growth within your offices, Stacy. Knowing each person is different, and what practices and processes are you continuing to do to kind of keep that training going? It's like ongoing training and development because it's like onboarding a person. We're really good at that first couple weeks of power train and then maybe like training kind of throughout, but how do you keep it going consistently throughout their tenure with your company? 
I kind of feel like that's a hard question to answer and I don't feel like I have the perfect recipe because I don't honestly feel like I've mastered it. I think that there are different seasons in your life and different seasons in your business when you need people to step up and be a leader or you know help you with certain things. And um, there's some people that aren't ready to be developed or want to be developed. So over the years, I've tried to identify people's strengths and you know through one-on-ones or just people that have a natural leadership ability, working with them and having those direct conversations of, hey, I noticed this about you. Tell me about your goals and working with them on helping to develop their leadership abilities. And some examples, like maybe somebody really wants to be a leader, but they're not ready to take on a department, but they want to lead a staff meeting. So working with them on empowering them to come up with a training and implementing that. Um, Or we've had some people who um, are ready to take on a department. And so working with them on what does that look like? And then how's a team going to feel about that? Because they're not the manager, but they're a lead or identifying someone who's really good with a certain task. Maybe they're the trainer for that task, but maybe not a leader. So just really identifying with each person through one-on-ones or direct conversations of of what their long-term goals are, as well as what you need in your business at the time. I really like that. And it's certain things even that we work on is like, okay, Kayla, you're in charge of our dress code. Like communicate it. If there's special days, if there's theme days, communicate it, be a leader of that, take it on coach people when they're not hitting the mark because it's certain things like that that maybe as leaders or managers we don't want to keep addressing over and over and I know we do so when you can empower other people to take that charge like like today we knew we were going to have a lot of guests in our office so we're like hey step it up a little bit so if you noticed our people dressed up a little bit today so everybody looks great (laughs) well thank you for those tips those are great ones so you just gave me a tip I didn't realize you could put someone in charge of the dress code to have those difficult conversations. So thank you, Dawn. (laughs) And buckle up Bellingham and Everett (laughs) because we are going to put someone in charge of that besides me. Well, and it's also like you're kind of going behind the scenes like, hey, we're getting a little slack with our footwear. Like, let's talk about that. Or summer's coming. What sandals are appropriate? What aren't? So you know, it's, it's coaching them kind of on the side and then they relay the message. I'm sure they're like, Dawn's telling me to do it this way, but it doesn't, oh, that's not happening. Okay. That's good. Well, I think it probably empowers them too, you know? Mm -hmm. So if you empower someone and put them in charge of it, they're going to probably exceed. Yeah, definitely. And we've had some creative emails that go out, Hey, tomorrow is, you know, Seahawk whatever or true to the blue or it's you know husky coog day or we definitely have our themes or it's red nose day today so you know we had our red noses and we took our picture and so we definitely have some like things that they're empowered to do I love that because then that you know creates better culture and more fun and it does, it's not just one person trying to think of it as you're, if you're alternating who's in charge. Well, and how many other things do we have on our plate? Really, right. that should not be something we're worrying about. I love it. I'm accepting applications for the position <laughs> starting now. This isn't live, by the way. <laughs> okay, so Stephanie, as the next generation leader, that's your new title, the next generation leader within our region, what are you doing to help grow your leaders within your effort team? Uh, Empowerment. So back to that of, you know, seeing who has what strengths, what motivates them, just really trying to empower each individual person. You know, each, each person in our office has 
you know, different strengths. Some are the same, but some of those people also have different passions. So, you know, looking at that and then seeing how we can continue to look at their goals, develop them. And then also, I think, making sure that they're aware of all the different resources that we have. I know that you had a question for Stacy of challenges. And I think part of that is, you know, providing all of our employees with all of the different resources like corporate, like search wizard, you know, those different things that I know I had to kind of learn out of the gate. So if you're, if you're empowering people, if you're showing them the different resources, I think that that really helps people be able to stand up and thrive and see how they can push themselves forward. And I think on top of that is just praise. A lot of our people really enjoy having praise, knowing that they're doing a good job. And I think that's just part of the culture in our office. And it's really important. That is a great culture fit for a lot of people too. And something I'm not very good at. And I have to be reminded like, oh yeah, I need to praise. I need to acknowledge. I need to give shout outs. I need to ring the bell. I need to smile more. So yeah, fabulous tip. And I think Stephanie and I are both the same way. We have trouble always remembering to praise people. And so it's something that we've worked on and tried to develop with each other. Yeah, we're definitely Ds. High Ds. <laughs> all three of us in the, all four of us in this room are high Ds. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts, best tips or secrets that you want to share before we wrap it up today? I think a great tip, at least it's a, it's great for me, is that I am very intentional on a daily basis of really trying to figure out what my goal is. So when I am driving to work, I am asking myself, and I often ask myself out loud, okay, Stace, what's your goal today? Um, you know, what kind of message do you want to send? How do you want to show up? How can you be the best version of yourself today? Because I do feel like it all starts and ends with the leader of each office. Um, so um, I ask myself, how do I want to make somebody else's day better? How do I want to bless them? And um, I think that it's if as a leader, we're feeling really good mentally and physically, then we're going to shine um, for our team. But we're human, and if we're not being intentional about that, then we could come across to our team members as um, kind of flat and, and not someone fun to work with. That's good. Um, and then, you know, there's days that I forget what my intentions were or my goals were, and I get to the end of the day and think, oh, man, I'm super bummed. I totally forgot I was going to be extra nice today or extra special and, and, you know, really make somebody's day. Um, so just allowing myself that grace that I'm human and I do, I do have bad days and I do fall short. And then also extending that grace to my staff because they're human too. And none of us are perfect on a daily basis. Bless your heart. That is a great takeaway for all of us. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Did you have fun? What'd you think? It was awesome. I was a little nervous at first, but I feel like we could come back and do it again. Well, you are welcome back anytime, Stephanie. Loved it. Lots of fun. <laughs> Good. And next time we might even uh, give Kelly a mic because I know she has a lot to say as well. So thank you, all of you. Hey, and I love this opportunity to share our people in the region. So thank you for coming here. Thank you for being part of this and continue to get the word out so that we can continue to share and listen to other people and provide good tips for us. Great. Thank you. Thanks, Dawn.